0: you know, water is obviously a very, very important component. Um, The reality is our skin is our largest organ in our body, but it's also one that um, it's almost like it's not that greedy in that it lets other organs and other things that are, you know, more important essentially get what they need. And then Mm. whatever's left, the skin kind of takes. So definitely, and and we all know. So it's like a mother.
1: Welcome to Let's Not Sugarcoat It,
0: a podcast about the real, raw, and unfiltered side of
2: motherhood. We're your hosts, Bella, Alex, and Amy. Let's get into it, ladies. All right, ladies, let's get into it. Today, we have a beautiful guest, Christelle Gordon, a single mom and entrepreneur in Kelowna. Christelle juggles life as best as she can while walking the proverbial trophy i want (laughs) to say tightrope you guys english (laughs) is like ridiculously hard for me born and raised in montreal Cressel, first got into the aesthetic laser business on a total whim over 18 years ago but she does not look more than 22 so i don't know what she's doing (laughs) having sold and worked with most laser technologies available in the market and as a self complained laser geek the next logical move was to spend a fortune and open her own medical aesthetic laser clinic in Kelowna. Mother of two amazing girls, director of a surgical import company and owner and operator of the new to Kelowna Body Bar Laser Clinic, Christelle absolutely loves talking about skin anti-aging and how to help women age as gracefully as possible. Yes, please. There may not be a holy grail of eternal youth, but there are sure, see this is my tongue twister here, mm-hmm. there sure as shit is a lot <laughs> we can do today with technology to look as good as possible at any age. Woo-hoo. Welcome! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> For the record, I didn't know if you were going to say
1: shit.
2: So, <laughs> shit. shit. Yeah. Oh yes,
1: this is uh, an
2: adult show. Uh, yeah. An adult. So welcome, welcome. Yeah, Mom, Thank welcome. you. Yes, yeah, so... Tell us a little bit more about your adventures in the skincare industry and what led you to become this guru that we come and see (laughs) so we can be beautified and look as young as possible, as long as possible.
0: Um, When I say it was on a total whim, it was on a total whim. Um, I worked in a completely different environment. I worked in ophthalmology, so Mm -hmm. eye surgery and cataract surgery and stuff, which was fascinating. (laughs) And then um, a headhunter in Vancouver, who I knew really well, gave me a shout and he said, hey, I've got this really cool position um, for selling aesthetic lasers. And at the time I said, aesthetic what? (laughs) Aesthetic lasers. So I did a bit of research and uh, I kind of was looking for a change. And so I went into this interview, you know, with the research I'd done and they hired me as a junior rep. And within, I think, the first uh, eight months of working at selling lasers in BC, I surpassed my quota, you know, threefold sort of thing. Mm. And um, just kind of really dove into it. They didn't, um, surgical laser companies teach you how to sell the lasers, but they don't teach you really about the technology. Mm. My background's organic chemistry, so... Knowing the why and how things happen is, is kind of what fascinates me. So I really dove into, okay, what does this laser do? Why does it do it? How does it do it? And every other laser, even the ones I didn't sell. So over, what, 15, almost 15 years of selling lasers um, in Western Canada, doing really well at it, but um, having nannies raise my kids mm-hmm. made me kind of go, okay, this this isn't really ideal. So I stepped away from it a little bit did some consulting in it and then, um, I don't know if you guys, you know, call it faith or what I call it, the universe, um, sort of pushed me into this direction, um, where Jamie, Mm -hmm. who you know, uh, and I connected and I said to her, Hey, whatever happened with this idea of you opening a laser clinic in Kelowna? And she laughed and she said, it took you fucking long enough. I've (laughs) I've been waiting for you. Oh, So, um, Two Almost two and a half years ago now, I took my girls, moved us up to Kelowna. Wow. We bought mm-hmm. the space. Um, and then if you guys know, you know, the building world in the last two years, um, it was a nightmare with, um, you know, getting all the necessary permits and then getting the contractors mm-hmm. and getting the materials and all of that took a very long time. But finally in September, we opened Body Bar Kelowna.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. That's exciting. So Congratulations. It's great place. Thank you. Yeah. It's beautiful. We've been there quite often. (laughs) (laughs) Looking for that holy grail. She's a laser on her face. It makes her look so young for sure.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I tried was saying the other day on Instagram that I need to go re-Botox. It's almost been 12 weeks. So
2: I was yeah. actually going to call you. There you go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit of skincare after 40, because I noticed a significant shift in, you know, my skin, the texture, the elasticity, like things started just to go south. I always say down to the ground, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, in the 30s, you're, oh my gosh, it's still good. And, and then 40 hit and it just snapped. Everything started to droop. Even though, you know, you do the skincare, you put the lotions on, but there's there needs to be something more that we can do to kind of plump up and boost that collagen. So can you tell us? Yeah, so
0: I mean, obviously we cater to, we've got patients that are in their 20s. Um, we've got patients in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. I've got patients in their 70s. Um, and there are different things we do at different times in our lives, but yeah, absolutely. When we're in our twenties, um, you know, not only are we invincible because that's how we think we are, <laughs> um, but our skin is is plump. Um, the cells that make collagen, the fibroblast, the elastin—all of that is just you know still going full tilt. Some patients deal with maybe you know some some acneic breakouts, but usually in our twenties is kind of when that subsides a little bit. So we're on top of the world when it comes to our skin. <laughs> Um, you know, fast forward 10 years, you're in your 30s, okay, you're still doing really well, but sometimes you start noticing, okay, maybe the crow's feet around the eyes are starting to appear because you smile a lot or if you have kids and you happen to frown a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you start to get... Yeah, you
2: know, those, kind
0: of same same those No, let just blame everything on yeah. our kids. Oh, for sure. Um, number 11 starts to appear between the eyes and, and mm. things like that. When we get into our 40s um, is really when we usually start feeling, you know, there's maybe more dehydration. There's, there's definitely, um, you know not to get into, you know, fancy terms, but essentially, you know, this excess of of dead skin cells that just isn't sloughing off the way it used to. And then you couple that with the fact that, you know, we're losing fat Mm. because that's what happens as we age. So you're losing the structure that's underneath. So you have less collagen, less elastin, you're losing the fat pads. Plus we live in a gravitational environment. Mm. I used to joke about the fact that like, if you walked around. With your, with your head, you know, looking up at the sky all the time, uh, gravity would have a different effect on us. Instead mm-hmm. of going down this way, it would kind of go down that way. <laughs> way Our foreheads but... would sag, <laughs> <laughs> would Drooping backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <have> droopy eyelids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's not realistic. So um, essentially, you know, the the basis of it has always been You know, do you have good skincare? You got to start with a good canvas because if the skin's not healthy, if the skin's super dry, if the skin's not getting the nourishment it needs, you really start to feel it when you're 40. Um, So, you know, I I know women and I have patients that, you know, have 17 different products that they use diligently every single day. I don't know about you girls, but I can't do that. 17 different products. Um, So I keep it really simple. and, And for most patients... They prefer the simplicity of, you know, just saying, you know, do you have a a good cleanser? Please, please, please stop washing your face in the shower with soap and water. It's horrible Mm -hmm. pH-wise for your skin. So do you have a good cleanser? Um, Then we get into, you know, having some form of antioxidant type serum because um, the other thing that ages our skin is the sun, right? As Mm -hmm. much as we love these nice sunny days in Kelowna, UVA and UVBs are our very damaging. They cause oxidative damage to our skin, which gives us, you know, brown spots, red spots, um, and just sort of fast forward that uh, that aging process. Um, so having some form of antioxidant and then sunscreen, right? I always hear people say, oh yeah, yeah my makeup has sunscreen. Not quite as efficient, mm-hmm. right? You really want a good sunscreen. And it's not like the olden days of, of wearing that White, yeah, zinky stuff, stuff zinky stuff that used to make you look like Casper and everything else. The way they they micronize the molecules now, they soak in really well, right? And if you want, you can even have a sunscreen with a bit of a tint to it that'll match your complexion and and you know give you a bit more of that airbrushed look if you if that's what you like. Um, so using those and then um, exfoliation is big in our forties, mm. right? Because the skin cells that are dead, they're not doing anything anymore. Uh, they used to slough off a lot faster. So, you know, are you using some form of exfoliation? Are you using some form of retinol to help with that cell turnover? Mm. So really you could kind of have it down to four, maybe five products that you use daily, some, some morning, some night, but use them to give your skin the the best chance. So that's if you're just doing the skincare, then we get into the stuff that gets me all excited um, (laughs) is the laser physics of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, my lasers aren't magic machines. They're not magic time machines. I can't say, you know, give anybody a I'd be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but they make cellular changes to get your body, your cells, doing perhaps what they were doing, you know, three, five, seven years ago. Mm. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to, in some cases, we're, we're essentially photocoagulating these little brown spots that you have because the sun has caused them. In other cases, we're collapsing the little blood vessels that, you know, we we get around our nose or sometimes on our cheeks. Um, and then obviously there's the, the building of new collagen where we're heat shocking the proteins that surround the cells that make collagen and, and elastin, getting them to say, hey, get moving again, start doing this stuff again. You were doing really well three, four or five years ago. Let's do that again. So all of these things are cellular changes that we can make with different lasers, different wavelengths using different settings, but the skin has to be healthy.
3: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then do you get, what age do you recommend that people start something like that? Like 20s even?
0: Or? Well, it's interesting because there's, you know, obviously the the companies that make all the the fillers and the neuromodulators, neuromodulators are like your Botox, Zoom and Dysport, um, all of that stuff that that essentially frees muscle contraction. Um, those companies and, and, you know, to some extent the right, will say start in your 20s, right? If you don't want to have the lines around your eyes, if you don't want to have the lines between your eyes or on your forehead and you slow muscle contraction in your 20s, you're gonna look very different. Mm-hmm. And I always I always say, and, and I know this is radio and you can't really see, but imagine a parallel universe where there's you Uh, in this universe where you're gonna get things like injectables, like Botox and fillers and laser treatments, and then there's you in a parallel universe that doesn't get this stuff, you in the parallel universe is going to age much faster. Mm-hmm. You in this universe is going to age at a much slower rate. Mm. You don't know what you would look like. In the same way you were mm-hmm. joking earlier about my age, um, I've been doing this for 20 years. I don't know what I would look like mm. had I not started doing this 20 mm-hmm. years ago. But I can tell you, I don't ever want to find yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's really no wrong in starting at a younger age, definitely protect your skin. And it's funny because most of us um, grew up, I don't know about you girls, but uh, we used to put baby oil on our bodies and we used to sit in the backyard with that aluminum foil thing because man, we all look good with a tan. Yeah. Nowadays, like my kids are covered in sunscreen when yeah. we go anywhere because, hey, sun is, is good. You need vitamin D and you need exposure to sun. But as far as the aging process to your skin, I don't want to give that to you. So I mm-hmm. protect my kids. You guys probably do the same. Yeah. Um, so definitely, you know, having good skincare and, and protecting ourselves at a young age is important. Now that we're in our 40s, we're trying to do more repair, mm-hmm. but yeah. continue to protect the investment that, that you put into coming yeah. to the clinic and getting these treatments. Right, that makes sense.
1: So um, I think we can all agree that sunscreen every day, right? So tell us a little bit about how much is enough, you know, because there's all different ranges and some and, better than and, others. And what do we look for?
0: Um, so then you get into, I mean, there, there's some people that just, you know, refuse to put any kind of chemical mm-hmm. on their skin. And that's fine. I, I can totally, you know, appreciate that. Um, but the reality is to effectively block UVA and UVB, you need some form of chemicals because mm. there's no plant derived anything that can really do it the same way. Okay. Um, so usually we're, we're talking about zinc oxide or titanium dioxide. Um, but in these days, there's a lot of, of good sunscreens that come as a physical block. So they'll actually sit more on the surface of the skin. Mm. So there's less penetration of whatever chemicals. So they sit on the surface of the skin and then those UVA and UVBs just bounce off. Okay. Um, the reality is, doesn't matter if you're getting like an SPF 30, 40, or 80, most sunscreens within three, four hours really aren't doing anything. And that's why they keep mm. saying you have to reapply. You have to reapply, you have to reapply. Is that practical? Absolutely not. Um, so the importance of having that antioxidant, right? I talked about a serum, vitamin Mm -hmm. C, vitamin, um, you know, some summer mixes, uh, but essentially I I call that the armor. That's the first thing you put on the skin because in three or four hours, when your sunscreen isn't doing much anymore, at least you still have that antioxidant that's on the skin protecting from the antioxidative damage that the UVA and UVB rays can cause. Mm. So, um, you know, as far as quantity, I mean, most products, you know, will say, I mean, if you a talk dime. to a derm- if you talk, if you talk, well, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say if you talk to a dermatologist, some of them will actually say you need a teaspoon, which is massive, a massive lot. amount a of product of- to put in your skin and have it soak in. Um, most products, yeah, about, you know, say a nickel um, worth of product. You put it on, let it soak in, sort of thing. But again, in three, four hours, you're either reapplying or you're yeah. relying on some form of antioxidant that you put on first. Or, um, if you want, like in my purse, I've always got one of those powder brushes.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So some
0: of those mineral powders are really good too. So if you're going to be outside for a mm-hmm. long time, you can put some of that on as well. But just be aware that doesn't matter how good your sunscreen is, three, four hours later, it's not doing it's not anything. anything.
1: So when I said quantity, I meant um, how much is like, you know, summer 25 or is that enough? Oh, the SPF? Yeah, the SPF <sighs> quantity.
0: I mean, I, I'd like to say at least a 30. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I wondered. Because sometimes, yeah. I, you know, if it's an SPF yeah, yeah. 15
0: or 20. A foundation like, that says yeah. 15.
1: Yeah, I feel not. like that does nothing.
0: It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't really. And it's, unfortunately, it's not a compoundable thing where you can say, oh, my moisturizer's a 15. Yeah. My foundation's a, yeah. a 15, so that's 30. No, it doesn't really work that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but does the
2: foundation provide some sort of a protection? Because I noticed that I don't, like I'll put SPF on my face, then I'll mm-hmm. put the foundation and then... I forget about my neck. Yeah. So then I am like brown <laughs> down and then my face is so white. <laughs> so, white. You know? so then I have to like mix and match my foundations. Like, a, you know, the dark one with the, I'm like, oh, what shade am I today? Because <laughs> I am not the same as my neck.
0: Right. You know? like, so. so so some do. Um, and, and you know, of course it depends on how thick you're putting it on. If, mm-hmm. you're, if you're putting on pretty thick layer, then there is some form of physical aspect to it. Um... But again, it's not as efficient as an SPF that has... Yeah, but to, to your point, it's funny because I, I do the same thing too. I usually do my face and my neck, but mm-hmm. if I go away somewhere hot, I'll come back and my body's brown, right. <laughs> but my <laughs> neck and my head are white. Glowing. It's like someone, you know, pasted, cut and paste. Yeah. <laughs> someone else's head on my body. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's funny. I do. I start with a foundation that's darker in the summer. And then slowly I start mixing in my like ivory, <laughs> you know, and today I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so white. Like... But you know, there there is this thing, I think there is overall in, you know, like North America, the tan skin represents youth and, and glowing and stuff like that. So now I look at myself in the mirror going, my goodness, there's no way in hell I'm going to a retreat next in two weeks and putting on a bathing suit without spray tanning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am a ghost. Which is funny because historically it was the other way around. Yeah. Right? If you were tanned that meant you had to work hard and work outside in the fields and everything else and and it was the the privileged that were white now white but you but you now it's like you're slide. on
2: vacation you lazy yeah. ass yeah. means you've got all the money to yeah, just go time, to vacay yeah, yeah somebody comes tanned everybody's like oh, oh. did you go where'd you go on vacation it's not like did you work in the field <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many bushels did you yeah. yeah. get <laughs> how
3: many bushels but like my stepsister like you were saying when we were kids she would like lather her whole body in baby oil and lie yeah. on the trampoline yeah. trampoline was black, it was black. <laughs> so it radiated more for her apparently it's like the fry. Yeah. can. <laughs> and then she just looked like so brown.
2: Yeah, my mom yeah. still does that. Like, she still, yeah. she says, oh, it's good for you. Oh, I'll put SPF four, you know, like the oil. <laughs> <laughs> I have, the Hawaiian I have SPF? Tropic. The Hawaiian yeah. traffic. And then she's also encouraged, like, the kids, they need a tan, she says, right? They need it. I'm like, no, mom, they don't need a tan. We should, like, protect. No, no, they're so pale. Like, they're, it's summer. They should be tanned, right? So, it's that whole yeah. generation, I guess, where we're slowly changing the narrative on, you know, sun worshiping, yeah. but yeah. it's still there. You know, know. it's still,
0: know. it's still um, there. I often bring up, there's a picture that went viral. This was about... 8, 10 years ago was of a trucker a man who'd been a trucker for 35 years so imagine driving his rig and literally you could almost draw a line down the middle of his face and the left side of his face looked about 10 years older Mm. than the right side of his Mm. face all wrinkled and pigmented and everything else because for 35 years of being a trucker bombarded through the window because UVA's, UVB's can come through windows so yeah, it does it does cause premature aging. Yeah, I
2: saw something yeah. similar about twins. One yeah. was a teacher and she was oh. sitting by the window for like, you know, 20 some years and you could to- totally tell the difference in the damage mm. that yeah. the one with, you know, the sun exposure has had. My mother-in-law is not a sun worshipper, so her face is like it's, so, young, looking. It, it's young looking because she's constantly covered herself up, constantly, you know, had applied the skin uh the sunscreen, not skincare, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah. And my mom hasn't. So I mean, you know, she doesn't look uh my mom looks good for mm-hmm. her age. Mm-hmm. She does. But but comparatively, yeah, my mother in law's skin looks healthier yeah. and yeah. and and younger. Yeah. I mean and, and, and that's
0: just aging. We haven't even talked yeah. about um, you know, skin cancer.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Right? Totally. And and I mean, it's no joke. Um, we do removal of, of precancerous lesions, and there's a lot of them in Kelowna. I bet. why well, I bet. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, so it's sunny place in the summer. And, and and yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. And the
0: boat. Yep.
2: It's hard. Yeah. So yeah, so with kids, sunscreen, they're in the water mm-hmm. all the time. So yes, you apply the sunscreen, but then I can't get them out. Like on a hot day, no, there's know. just no way. And then they don't want to dry. And then they're mm-hmm. Like how often, like
0: how do we... Well, so I usually, um, you know, we'll go to the lake for a whole day sort of thing and and we'll be out in the water on the jet skis and the paddle boards, uh, which actually just last summer, I finally invested in uh, UV... Uh, tops, like mm-hmm. UV t-shirts for my girls, both yeah. my girls and myself. Cause when you're in the lake, in the middle of the lake on a paddleboard, um, and you, you just feel it really, really hot and baking you. And you're like, Oh, I, I, you know, I should go back and put more sunscreen on. Whereas now we've got these, they call them the rash guards, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, usually I'll try and say, okay, you know, if we're there early in the morning um, before lunch, we'll definitely have a break and reapply sunscreen. And then uh, I've got about six different kinds always in my, my beach bag. Um, depending on the body part, different yeah. ones on the face, different ones on the body. Right. Um, trying to keep them protected. But yeah. So, do you recommend
2: different for face and body? I do. Because I, I do. I yeah. just.
0: On um, all of it. And all of it. <laughs> yeah. All of it. Um, so on their face I use a I use a physical block because I don't want the the chemicals yeah. penetrating so much on on both their faces. Um and so I'm like go- a
1: zinc or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, my eldest is is blonde and blue-eyed and mm. she does not tan well, she burns. Right. Mm. My youngest, um, she tans really, really well. But I wanna keep both of them protected. And then on the body, I just use the spray. Yeah. Right. Because. it's so
2: easy. I I blame my husband for giving the kids the skin that, well, actually it's my fault because they're so white, blue, eyes Blue blonde, and hair, blonde hair but hair, yeah. my husband's dark eyes dark so i was convinced 100 percent that they were gonna have like olive darker skin and then they came whiter than white right. and i'm just <laughs> like what did you do <laughs> 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 this is your fault little white so name. it is and now we're living you know like the sunny mm-hmm. sunny california california right so i'm constantly you know the long t-shirts the yeah. sunscreen i just i'm so paranoid with their skin because they don't tan they burn yeah. so yeah it's it's cr- like thing. frustrating to have you know yeah. that type of skin in this type of climate but yeah,
3: yeah, UV burns for sure.
2: Yeah, I've always made my kids wear those UV shirts too, but then
0: it's hard as they get older too. Like they mm-hmm. want to wear those bikinis. They do. And yes. they and oh show my gosh. And yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. So my my kids wear the you know they they wear the two piece when we're on the beach, but when we're going out in the middle of the lake, mm-hmm. they've accepted that they they throw the that's smart. the rash guards on yeah. top.
1: Yeah, that's smart yeah. because my the water kids like can it really too burn. because the life jackets chafe all the they time, do. so they're yeah. happy to wear them. Yeah, that's a good way. But to But not all—not when they're on the beach. But they—they are happy to wear them. They—they they put them on themselves because yeah. they have to wear a life jacket. Obviously, we all do. And so it—they do get marks from the life jackets. Mm-hmm. So they—they do. Maybe help.
2: that's how I'm going to sell them because the yeah. kids constantly complain about. You know, their life jackets on the boat when they're jumping off.
0: Yeah. Causing irritation. Yeah.
2: Causing irritation. Yeah. Rash put, yeah. Like yeah. Rash. yeah.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, I think I mean, I think we're doing so much better than our parents did with us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have to pick and choose our battles mm. and and try and do all the positive things that we possibly can. But at the end of the day, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you ever talk about, you know, so we talk about topical and it, like lasers, but then Diets. Do you ever talk to your clients uh, about what what we consume, what we consume, and what we can do? Uh, also, I know water. As I'm drinking my yeah, matcha latte um, with almond milk and uh, no water um. in sight. <laughs>
0: you know, water is obviously a very, very important component. Um, The reality is our skin is our largest organ in our body, but it's also one that um, it's almost like it's not that greedy in that it lets other organs and other things that are, you know, more important, essentially, get what they need, and then mm. whatever's left, the skin kind of takes. Mm. Um, so, definitely, and, and we all know. So, it's if, like if, a mother. If, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> 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 like a mother. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. so,
4: so selfless. <laughs> Win. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Uh, drop the mic, Boom. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> um, like a mother, your skin will <laughs> essentially let everybody else get with <laughs> you yeah.
2: um, before dehydrate it dehydrates itself too. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but I mean, we, we've all been there, where you know, you maybe you've had a bit more wine the night before, and you didn't drink the water, and you wake up the next day, and your skin looks like crap, Um, because you are dehydrated, right? You know, circles under the eyes appear darker and and just the coloring looks different and and it just doesn't feel healthy. So then you reach for, okay, well, your moisturizer. That's great, but that's an external patch Mm -hmm. of, of it's really not doing what you need to do from from the cellular level as far as the, you know, consuming more water. Um, I often have patients ask me, you know, what about taking collagen supplements? Um, Collagen supplements are great, but don't take them thinking they're going to go straight to your skin because again like a mother <laughs> your body's going to let um, you know everything else benefit from this supplement and then right. yeah you might get a little bit trickling out to your skin but to say that these collagen supplements are going to help with you know the circles under your eyes or the crow's feet or whatever else that's not very realistic. No, that's
2: good to know because mm. it is like a huge you know trend right now. It's and, and like I said it's good. And it's I, good. I take some yeah. too.
0: And you know what yeah. I see a difference in my hair and my nails mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's absolutely good just yeah. like i said don't fool yourself in thinking that oh this supplement is specifically going to help just my skin it doesn't work that way there's mm. no pathway just to the right, right from to, you know yeah. systemically from your your gut to your skin mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, uh you, you asked about diet and stuff. Well, obviously fruit and vegetables are good for you, refined yeah. sugars bad. <laughs> yeah. So so all of the things that we kind of know. Um and then there's the fact that everybody, everybody is different and reacts differently to certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Um some people can't eat super spicy stuff because their skin feels it and their skin reacts and and so on. So you I think at our age I hope um, we're a little bit more attuned to mm-hmm. what our body does need and want. Um, mm-hmm. And just trying to sort of put more positives on our side and yeah, eat more fruit, more vegetables, drink more water. And water down your wine. Yes.
2: I'm yes. telling that you, I am totally, yes. What? You, yes. Oh my gosh. The it's best thing. It works. You do not get hangovers. You are hydrated. red. red. Plain water. I, yeah, I know. It sounds weird, but I can no longer drink wine as just as just wine. Is. She kind of takes a sip of the first glass of wine and then be like, and, and then nope. just like, and water. Yeah, and water. <laughs> That's good. good. It yeah. is the most fabulous thing. A, you don't get smooshed unless you really like. Does she mean smashed? Yeah, yes, she does. <laughs> you don't. And then, yeah, and then, and well, you can when you follow with tequila, tequila. shots, yeah. but. <laughs> Other, but, but just wine just, on its own. Wine on its own and water just diluting it. Uh, I do half-half. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to start with half-half. You will work yourself up to it.
0: <laughs> but it is. It's yeah. like you still get the flavor of the wine. I, I feel wine connoisseurs out there right now cringing. Oh, oh my just
3: cringing right now for Listen, sure. Linda's. <laughs> listen, honey.
2: Don't miss it till you try it because yeah. honestly... It does help
3: with the managing of not drinking too much in the moment. Like yeah, you and you less. don't get
2: dehydrated and you don't get that hangover. Because, you know, I used to wake up at three in the morning and go, what? you know, like one of those crazy, you know, Whatever people yeah. from the dead rising, you know zombies, <laughs> zombies. There, those those. I got people. your word. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, no watering. Yeah, yeah. so water, water, water. water. Yeah, water. But don't you think
1: too? Like, I think healthy oils are really important. Like, as a stylist, I see that a lot in, um, you know, certainly over forty. Yep. I think that's the first thing we try to cut out when we're trying to, you know, weight management and things like that. And, fats and so are good for you. So good. And so I a lot of times, you know, coach my clients that way too. Incorporate because it will come out in your skin and your hair for you sure. Know,
0: avocado. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I love avocado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Eating yep. eating healthy oils, fish oils um, in some cases, and then yeah, yep. the right fats. Absolutely. Your skin, your hair, your nails, they all feel it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So At what goes in is important for sure. Yeah. What yeah, goes makes in. Makes sense. Yeah. How much of it do you feel is genetics and how much of it is... Hmm. Um, Science. Yeah, and well, and just Nature and lifestyle. nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, lifestyle and and because sometimes genetics, I think, can I sometimes do. play a part, I right? I have some
2: Asian, when I lived in Taiwan, mm-hmm. my Asian girlfriends, I'm like, what the hell? You I know, know I lo- mm-hmm. I'm like, I need the Botox. I can't do the fillers, unfortunately. So I do the lasers. Um, but yeah,
0: uh but like uh, genetics, genetics is huge. is genetics okay. is huge. I I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um and and I usually say to patients that, you know, aren't sure, but they feel like, you know, you give someone a mirror and you say, okay, well, what bothers you? Um, and nine times out of ten, they'll point things out that they've seen on their mother. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, like I, you know, I look at my mother and I love my mother to bits, but I totally see how as I'm getting older, yeah, there's are certain areas where it's it's looking just like her. Um Thought that the other day.
1: That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm getting
0: traits from my father.
1: Which yep, is that's absolutely. <laughs> well,
0: 50% of your genetic material yeah, is his and 50% yeah, is hers. Like the,
1: the eyelids, and like, oh my gosh, I see my dad in the mirror. I yeah. love him to bits. And but he does no skincare. So <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. so there's hope for me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but again, you know, and I always say the things we can do to skin now, we couldn't do yeah, two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 high tech, it changes all the time time. Um, That's what I wondered too. It's yeah, probably like every day is all the advanced. Time. Uh, we're so the clinic downstairs for those of you that have been um, the upstairs is just as big and we're opening the academy. Wow. Right, the laser training academy um, for a bunch of different reasons, but one of them is that uh, you know we want these manufacturers that make lasers to to come in and show us some of the new stuff that they have because we're going to be training and certifying people um, on how to operate these. Um, but it is fascinating because sure enough, the stuff we do now we couldn't do two three years ago. So genetically speaking, yeah, okay, you might have inherited your parents. You know, jowls or, or, or hooded eyelids or whatever it is. <laughs> but hey, we can do something about it today that mm. they so could never she do is before. Magical. She said
2: she she is magical. So She's, I know. <laughs> yeah. She's like my jowls are slowly, slowly disappearing. Going yeah. jowls. So
1: give us a little bit. Is that is that lasers that do that? Jowls and droopy eyelids and things like that.
0: So it can definitely help. So I I always joke about um, when the patient when a patient comes in and. and um, does, you know, I want this. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they the hike face. Their their yeah. Yeah. That's when I kind of go, okay, you need a surgical consult yeah. um, because your expectations are a little bit higher than what we can achieve. Yeah. Um, but when it's about softening things and like I said, getting the cells doing what they were doing, you know, five, seven years ago, we can do that. Mm. So I talk about the, you know, the proverbial aging clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't stop it, but I can definitely turn it back and slow mm. it. So um, Sounds lovely, I right? Know. Sounds awesome. <laughs> so patients sometimes say, "Well, so because I've I've come here and I'm going to start getting these treatments now, does that mean I'm yours forever?" <laughs> and the bottom line is, yeah. yes. Um, so you you kind of you know you start and you do a few things, and then no, you don't have to come in every month and see me. Although I'd love to see you every month, um, but it's something that you know every year or so, you'd kind of say, okay, time to go back for a a pick-me-up, literally, yeah, Um, because we turn that clock back, we slow it, uh, but it doesn't stop the aging, you're still Mm going to age, so then it's about, okay, well, let's keep maintaining what we've achieved. Mm -hmm. And with technology that changes, um, like one of the big Mm -hmm. things I brought into the clinic, I actually, we bought it, or even before the clinic was open, because I was so excited about it, um, is RF microneedling. Um, Mm. so being able to deliver radio frequency, which is heat at a certain depth, um, while causing, you know, the small mechanical injury of these microneedles going in. So we're getting a mechanical injury, we're getting a thermal injury, boom, boom, both together lead to tons of new collagen, which is really, really cool. And we Mm -hmm. can treat sort of the, you know, under the eyebrow area and help tighten and pull up that skin a little bit. If someone's at the point where, uh, you know, they can see their Upper lid? No, that's right. that's surgical. Mm-hmm. Someone gone. needs a blepharoplasty and they need a, a surgical consult for that. Um, but being able to do little things now is better than waiting another 10 years because in another 10 years, I always say, you know, if you wait longer, we have less stuff to stimulate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So again, my, my lasers aren't magic wands. They use your cells, what you currently have, and they stimulate that to try and get more of the good stuff. But if you wait until you're in your 60s or your 70s, I have less stuff to work with. Mm. So don't wait that long.
3: Don't wait. Everybody go to Body Bar. Yes, So, right, right? Yeah, don't don't
4: do wait.
1: so tell the us a little bit about um, Botox versus filler. And when would
0: you use which? Which? Yeah. Um, so two very, very different things. Yeah. So uh, Botox, again, is in the category of what we call neuromodulators. And Botox was the very first. Um, and Allergan had a, a, a patent on it. Uh, when the patent expired, all of a sudden, you know, there were a whole bunch of other molecules just oh. like it or very similar to it. Uh, so that's why we have things like Xeomin, Dysport, uh, Nusiva, so they're all neuromodulators which slow muscle contraction okay so you know if you put your finger between your eyes and you frown at your kids uh you feel the contraction of those muscles well by injecting a bit of botox into those 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 muscles you can't frown you can't contract as much um there are patients that want their face completely frozen right we all talk about people like you know um dearly um uh, departed Joan Rivers and, and, mm-hmm. and people like that that just couldn't move their face. And that mm-hmm. was the big joke. That was a bunch of facelifts, but also a bunch of neuromodulator. Most patients don't want that. They want to mm-hmm. be able to show some form of expression, but you know, not all of it. Right. Um, so physicians will inject or, or nurse injectors will inject into the muscles to slow the contraction of muscles. So forehead is a very, very popular area. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell a funny story. Um, around the, around the eyes, the crow's feet. I actually like my crow's feet. I don't mind them that much. Um, And doing this for 20 years, um, when I was in Vancouver selling lasers, I had, you know, a bunch of different physicians inject me just because I could, I would go in and sell them lasers. And then I'd say, Hey, do my Botox. Um, I had one physician (laughs) years (laughs) ago. Yeah. I had one physician years ago, convince me. He's like, Oh no, 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 your, your crow's feet have to go. Okay, sure. So he came down with the the neuromodulator he was using at the time and takes about, you know, a week and a half or so to to fully set in. And so a week and a half later, I'm on the ferry going to Victoria to try and sell more lasers. And I have two girls, so I'm very partial to baby girls and I love baby girls. And there's this cute little, not even a one-year-old in a bucket seat, she doesn't have a single hair on her head and her mother's got this big pink bow on her bald head and she's so cute and she's smiling and she's got like one or two teeth coming in and I want to smile at her because it's the kind of baby that you know she's going to smile right back at you. And I'm trying to smile and I can't can't go past this because this whole section was frozen. She started crying. Oh, and I went. Oh. Geez, I'm never letting anybody come past this point with ever my Botox again. ever again because I want to be able to smile and express myself and have these crease up a bit because that shows that yes, I'm happy. I'm not right, yeah. some freaky girl trying to scare a baby. Um, <laughs> so those are usually the areas that we'll do. Um, there's uh, what we call a lip flip, which is essentially just injecting Botox above the upper lip a little bit to help that upper lip. Curve up, Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. Um there's Can another I try that
1: I did that once and I didn't like it just because I felt like I just had no movement and I talked like that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't love it. i saw my phone and I, I am never, never doing yet. that again. <laughs> it did flip the lip but it not did flip it was it like and I and see, no movement. Like yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: You, you kind of you have to try to know if you like yeah. it. And it's yeah. funny because I'm not a huge lip flip fan. No. fan not for myself. I no. love what the look is on on others yeah. but not for myself. Yeah. Um and then there's another spot that's really weird and and once you know this it's hard to understand see it or unknow it. Um, Right here on the chin, there's actually a little muscle that forms this kind of V and women in particular, men don't have it. Um, Mine is Botox. So when I talk, you can't see, but in other women, if you look at them talking, you can actually see it almost looks like a bit of orange peel because of the way these muscles contract right? Yeah. Um, so doing Botox in this little area right here does nothing as far as, you know, uncomfortable lip and flips does, and everything yeah. else. It's not visible. You guys wouldn't know if I told you, but I don't have that same kind of texture on my chin. Mm-hmm. I I oh, you're right. Yeah. Now that we see it, I'm going to be looking for it. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> do you have an feel <laughs> <laughs> So that's kind of where we do the, the neuromodulators. Um, some, some patients want uh, what we call the platysmal bands treated in the neck to try and sort of prevent the, the bands from from showing a lot of right, this and, okay. and essentially giving the, the neck a more aged look. Mm. Okay. Um, and that's kind of usually it. And then you get into the whole, you know, use of Botox for migraines and hyperhidrosis right. and all of that. So those are other applications for it. Um, and then when it comes to filler, there's a whole bunch of different fillers too, like lots and lots of different fillers. Um, it usually comes down to whoever your injector is. They have their favorites yeah. that they like to work with. Sure, um, You know, a, a, a very popular um, area to fill in Kelowna is lips. There's a lot of women that that have mm-hmm. their lips filled. Mm-hmm. When you start looking into, um, you know, aesthetic beauty uh, sort of gold standards, they talk about the, the phi ratio, which is a ratio of, you know, distance between eyes and cheekbones mm-hmm. and, and angles and everything else. And then lip wise, it's usually one third, two third. So upper yeah. lip typically fills about one third of the space and lower lip two thirds. So um, getting lips filled, Um, to sort of give that that bigger pout uh, is a very popular one. And then you get into filler where they will put it in the temporal area, especially in women over 40, because like I was saying earlier, we lose fat, gravity, uh, there's less elastin, less collagen, all of these things. So if you add volume here, you actually help pull this whole thing up just a ah, bit right? this is why
2: i suffer because i can't do it <laughs> why can't you do it are you allergic well i'm allergic to like if if i was allergic because i'm allergic to wasps oh, right right and then in, the, in the antidote if something were to if i would to get a reaction from the filler we can't uh, use hyaluronidase on you you yeah. cannot use to dissolve it because i would be oh. a double whammy. So nobody really wants to touch my face. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what we could talk to you about, and this is a whole new, uh, newer sort of, is the the PRP and the PRFM. Mm-hmm. So it's your own blood when yeah. they when they draw your blood, spin it, and then we Ejected. inject it. Back I had in. that
2: under my because I really wanted like under my eyes because thinning, you know, I yeah. lost weight and whatever. So I felt like mm-hmm. a skeleton underneath my eyes. So couldn't do the filler. The so I did have the PRP, so my mm-hmm. own plasma injected under. Oh, interesting. Um, I had two treatments. Maybe I should have done three. Um, but yeah, it, like you I, I was, I didn't. Notice as much. I, I wanted that instant. Okay, and that's the I difference. That's yes. the
0: difference. Filler is an instant boom. It's there.
2: Like it doesn't
1: take a week and a half. It's no, there now. It's right now,
0: it's there. Wow. It, it, I mean, it gets a little bit even plumper because it does tend to absorb water. So over right. the the next week or two or, or month or so, it'll kind of absorb a bit more water. So that's one of the reasons patients love filler is that it is almost the magic wand. Um, the PRP, the PRFM is the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we spin it quite differently and it actually condenses it in, into almost like a, a gelatin Okay, and we re-inject that um, those take like weeks and weeks mm-hmm. and weeks to show the effect but yeah. that's why we take before photos right because mm-hmm. all of these laser treatments again we're asking your skin cells to do something it's not instantaneous yeah. it takes you know neocollagenesis the formation of new collagen takes your body six to eight weeks mm-hmm. well, yeah. a lot of times you look at yourself every day you forget what you look like yeah. six yeah. to eight weeks yeah. ago so we take yeah. before photos we take after after photos. Best photos are usually, you know, three, four months after that last treatment. So even if it's yeah. PRFM under the eyes, it would be three, four months after that, that treatment yeah. where we would want to take an after photo. Um, and then you get to see, okay, side by side. Yeah, I can totally see the mm-hmm. difference. The The thing I always love hearing the most is when, especially around Christmas time when family's visiting and, and people that essentially know you, but haven't seen you in maybe, you know, three, four, six months, maybe a year, Yeah, they go, Holy crap! What are you doing? You look so good. You look so yeah. good, right? Right. Yeah. Um. And I, I, I got that this Christmas, where you know one sibling says to the other one, you know, you're young, you're older than me. I'm younger than you. How how come you look better? What are you doing? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> come um, on in. Yeah. So with
1: filler, then, if there is something that's out of whack, you notice right away. With the patient in your chair,
0: like you would pretty, have to. You said there's something quickly. you can do to kind of yeah, antidote it. Comes for it. To, so when it comes to Botox, the neuromodulator, you can't. There's nothing that'll unBotox you. Yeah, you sorry. just have to work the muscle a lot. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to filler, we can use what we call hyaluronidase and and mm-hmm. essentially dissolve the filler if it it's for some much. reason hmm. was too much or the patient doesn't like it or right. But that's one of the reasons. Like we don't um, at Body Bar, we don't like to overfill. Yeah. Um, I'd rather have a patient come in, you know, twice to do a little bit and then a little bit more. And then usually after that first visit, we kind of go, okay, now we know what you like, what works in your skin. So the next time you're coming in, yeah, Slow and steady. Yeah. Yeah.
1: like that. (laughs) So yeah, with Botox, I mean, everyone, I feel like many people have a story where something didn't go well. And uh, and so does that, it obviously all rectifies itself at some point, but do you see that? Like what's, how often does that happen? So the biggest issue with
0: Botox is, um, and I've had this happen, um, when um, an injector gives you a droop yeah and those are horrible yeah <laughs> I I had one where um like literally I, I wouldn't do this in in public or if I was talking to clients but as soon as I'd get home I'd be talking to my kids holding my forehead up like this <laughs> because it was like oh my god all day my forehead's been hanging and I just want to hold it up to you know give it some support um so there's, is,
1: nothing do, can, yeah.
0: there's nothing you can do yeah there's nothing you do um I have found and and most patients will say, you know, if you work out, you will burn through your Botox faster, Mm. which is unfortunate, right? Um, Because some patients can go, you know, four or five months without needing a top up of the Botox. Whereas, you know, I'm kind of every three months I've got a go in for more um but you burn through it and then eventually whatever droop you had kind of rectifies itself yeah and then you don't go back to that injector
1: yeah <laughs> so it is an injector thing so if it, if you're with someone that knows what they're doing that doesn't typically happen then okay typically yeah okay yeah so it's not yeah. just a one-off like oh we've been doing the same thing forever and today this happened
2: no yeah it's it's i've tested multiple um Spas, Eeps. Yeah, yeah. In, uh in Kelowna. And then there was one guy that injected me in doctor. And it was just like, it was so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a consultation. I don't like, you know, not being able to feel. So we had this hour long conversation and, you know, they did the pictures and talked about the things we could do to my mm-hmm. face. And then they go in and, you know, usually I get around 30... 35, 40 units maybe, and that's crow's feet included. Um, You put 70 units in (laughs) my (laughs) forehead. Holy crap. (laughs) I literally for like a week, once everything started to set set in. in, I felt so heavy. Migraines started happening. I just felt like my forehead was going to, you know, like, Come down on my, it just I felt exhausted and tired because my forehead just felt so heavy. Yeah, so I'm like, Man, you know, what's the point of having con- consultation consultation? Yeah. them I don't do like yeah. and they're like, Oh, that's a standard. 70 units is not a standard, no. okay? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not, there's no such thing as the, like, everybody is different. And I feel like if you go in for a consultation, they should listen because I'd rather go in for a top up versus, yeah, yeah, you know, a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah
0: no, I've, I've had, I've had patients come in um, and, and Dr. B just puts in 10 units yeah. because they just wanted a little bit more yeah. freezing.
3: Yeah, I came back and I got 10 because my eye yeah. was like all wonky on the one side Spock. and I was like, I would smile and the one eye would move and it looked all crazy. And then I went in, but in a little time had gone by because it was past Christmas and he was like, okay, what do you, what do you mean? And you know, he has that like fun accent and stuff. Yeah. And then <laughs> he's always like right into it and he's like, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know the how <laughs> you mean. Yeah. It's like, yes. Yeah. I see what you mean. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Funny, yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, so again, he's getting to know your face. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the next time you come in, you know, it's all charted. And the next time you come in, he'll be able to say, okay, this is what we need for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But when he doesn't well, know someone, he much rather do you know baby stuff yeah I yeah. like that yeah well she was yeah. a Botox well, virgin, was a virgin t- he was too like,
3: so he was awesome he was like what for real you've never done it <laughs> he's like I mean every once in a while I run into a person like this wow
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. so what happens to all of that in your body it breaks down and what happens to it like is um, it so the, is it I mean it's I'm not gonna say is it safe but what happens yeah. how does your body break it down
0: well, what happens well, so, to it <laughs> So Dr. B's, um, he's, he's a very sarcastic individual. I have one patient he started off with her. She was also a Botox version. And um, he says to her, he says, well, botulism toxin is the deadliest toxin known to man. <laughs> <laughs> and she she's a good friend. She looked at me, she's like, you're going to let him talk to me that way? <laughs> like, no, the reality is, um, you know, Botox has been used for, Thirty years, yeah, um, and and even at seventy units in a yeah. forehead, it's still minute, minute quantities. Okay, um, and and your body burns it off. Okay, your body processes it, burns it off, um, and then the fillers—they're all hyaluronic acid. Your skin used to make tons. Like my our kids, our girls, ah. or our children, son too, um, make tons of hyaluronic acid in their skin. Oh, I right? didn't know that. Yeah. And as we age, it, it just doesn't as much. It just mm. slows down. So it's very safe to use hyaluronic acid and and sort of prop uh, Yes, I knew back we had up.
1: hyaluronic, but I didn't know that was that was what filler was.
0: Oh yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, they're usually hyaluronic acid based. And so these mm. massive molecules that don't typically migrate too too much, don't move too too much, but they sit in the skin and then yeah, over time they they kind of degrade again. Nice.
3: Fascinating. I, I, I have a question for you that's like more of a, okay, obviously you're super passionate about what you do. You can tell you love what you do. You love the science behind it. And you said, as you did, that you kind of fell into it. So kind of from a parenting perspective, you know, kids are always like struggling. What am I going to do? What am, Do you feel like you were just open to sort of moving through life and letting things, the universe, like you were saying, things happen to you? Or were you did you know it just seems like you really found your thing. So what
0: I did yeah. um but again like if if you had met me 20 years ago I was passionate about ophthalmology, right? right? Fascinating like taking someone's eyeball and and you know inserting things into it and taking out the crystalline mm. lens and and replacing right. it and all of that stuff. Um but I guess the the patients we dealt with in that world were usually geriatric patients. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this world, oh my gosh, how much fun is it to talk to people about trying to look as young as, you know, we possibly can. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's even more fascinating, but yeah, I'm, I'm a laser physics geek to the core um, because I've always loved to sort of know how and why things do what they do. Um, That's one of the reasons we're opening the Academy upstairs um, because here's a scary thought or a scary notion uh, having sold lasers for years if I sold a $200,000 laser to a plastic surgeon the company I worked for I was a salesperson the company I worked for would send in a clinical trainer for one day would train the staff on how to operate this laser on patients and then usually the clinical trainer says okay here's my email address if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me and the clinical trainer's gone and then they have certificates with their names on them and they're good to go. Wow. Meanwhile, even in my clinic, I have lasers that can burn a hole through a car door. So one of two things happens often in the industry is either um, technicians are scared, rightfully so, so they turn things way down, not delivering the the, the clinical outcome they could, um, or you get the occasional you know cowboy, cowgirl going, hey, I know what I'm doing, and they crank things up, and then that's when you see those adverse events
4: mm. that are really
0: unfortunate. Um, so yes, I stumbled into this, um, but it's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like the universe for, the, well, definitely the last four years in my life, I'm not driving this bus. <laughs> I'm on it for the ride. I, I would never ever have thought I would own my own laser clinic. Um, but things really like pushed me in this direction. I had no choice. And at one point I kind of went, okay, you know what? I'm good with it. Right. I got my two girls to worry about. Um, and and let's just do this. And, and everything has kind of fallen into place. Uh, cool. It's a very exciting field to be in, right? So you talked about young people not knowing what to mm. do. Um, it changes, it evolves. It's only going to grow, mm. right? Mm-hmm. As As most of us get older, like I said, we have options that our parents didn't necessarily have when it comes to trying... Look our best, sort of thing, and stay as as young as we feel inside. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I see it
2: as 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 though, feel this, but I look. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, circling back quickly to the lasers. Um, so our kids are in that age. Uh, where hair is starting to grow places, right? Mm -hmm. And then I had a conversation with one of my girls, you know, some hair places. When
0: is it too early to start? So um, as an industry, as a whole, we typically say uh, we will not treat kids that have not gone through puberty Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to hair removal specifically because... It costs mom and dad a lot of money Mm -hmm. to get these treatments done. And hormonal fluctuations can make our bodies grow new hairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all been through pregnancies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and believe it or not, you know, uh, it, if you had your hair removal done before you were pregnant, chances are your pregnancy brought on more hair growth because those fluctuations in hormones can do that. Menopause, right? I I always point to the chin because when women start to go through menopause, they start getting hairs in mm-hmm. places they never had hair again. Hormonal fluctuations can make our body grow new hairs, so it's not that we can't treat someone who's you know, fourteen, um, and and is still going through puberty. It's just that if I start treating her, uh, mom and dad spend a lot of money. Yeah, we're killing hair, but she's not done with this mm-hmm. this roller coaster of of hormones, and the body can grow new hair. So then mm-hmm. mom and dad get upset and right all of these different things. Um, so it's typically something we'll say, you know, wait until you're kind of done puberty, and then we can treat it.
2: Okay.
0: Um. Mm. Things like acne um, with patients, younger patients where it's, it's you know, really bad. Those will often treat because mm-hmm. it's not about body growing new hairs. It's about trying to target the, that propionium acne bacterium, bacterium because it's causing this kid a lot of grief. Yeah. Right. So we do those treatments.
2: Oh, oh. and one more thing. Speaking of, you know, acne, face, face yeah. what uh skincare would you recommend to like a 10 year old that's breaking out like what do we like as a mom like you know you say no soap and water but w- what is safe or what is good for you know like the pre-teens to use morning and night yeah so my- there's
0: I mean there's there and, and you know I'm not I'm not pushing specific skin cares I've, we've got a few different skincare lines we sell but um, there's different products that help with essentially it's the the bacterium um is is usually at the base of these little outbreaks, Mm -hmm. but it's about also having uh, clogged pores because mm-hmm. that bacterium loves what we call a non-oxygenated environment. It thrives when there's no oxygen, when these pores are closed off. Because so they don't wash their face Exactly. <laughs> so, um, like I, you know, this past Christmas, for instance, um, even my eight-year-old has her own little cleanser in mm-hmm. the shower, right? So so my eight-year-old has her cleanser, my 15-year-old has her cleanser, she has her exfoliant mm-hmm. in the shower, and then, you know, not in the shower, she has her cleaning pads, her, her toning cleaning pads, yeah. um, just just to essentially try and keep that skin, you know, as as cleansed as possible. Keep the pores open. Um, and don't pick. Don't pick. I know yeah. that's a hard one, but don't pick. They yeah. do.
2: They do. Yeah. yeah. So, is yeah.
3: there like a product in particular you would recommend for a ten-year-old, or you just yeah?
0: Uh, well, yeah. again, there's different. Yeah. You know, a good cleanser, yeah. some form of light exfoliation is is good even at that age to okay. keep the pores open, and then some form of toning pads. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, this awesome. has well, been that was like, uh, good. <laughs> that feels like a so whole minutes. We can't just, like, even I ask like,
2: <laughs> I know. It just went We so want to keep going. But yeah. it's you like... Uh, I'm already spinning my finger.
3: <laughs> 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 we, we won't ask you all our rapid fire questions, but this we'll ask you the one that was particularly for your industry. Okay. We wanted to know, now this is going to be hard, if you could pick one product, if you're on a desert island, oh, and they were like, you can only bring oh, totally one know. thing. I totally know. Is it going to be sunscreen? No. no. <laughs> to the alcohol. Yeah, you know, my, my wine was water. Yeah.
0: wine was water. Um, um, daily power defense. Daily power defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I talked about antioxidants, mm-hmm. having some form of armor on your skin. If I could swim in daily power defense, I would. Um, is that a product? Yeah, it is yeah, a product. Yeah, okay. um, And it's it's usually the first thing I put on um, every day. Um then I put my sunscreen on, then I do other stuff. So that's the armor one you were talking yes. about. Yeah, yes, and and um, Daily Power Defense, it's it's by Zoe. Uh, mm-hmm. So Zen Obagi's sort of newer skincare line because um, originally he had Obagi, but then he sold that and started uh, Zoe Skincare, or Zio if you're American. Um, so Daily Power Defense has a whole bunch of antioxidants, but it also has DNA repair properties. So for instance, Ooh. when I go up to Big White and it's super, super dry, um, it's very moisturizing. I actually put some on at night too. Okay. That's how much I love that stuff. Um, so I put some on at night. It soaks in. Hopefully, it's doing a bunch of DNA repair things that are great for my skin, um, but it also moisturizes it so nice. if I were trapped on a desert island it yeah. would be my DPT de- <laughs> and then and my wine with my wine and I should put clay on yeah. her
2: face for yeah. it yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly there's no getting through there. So, yeah. and I
3: guess I before it. we go out, before we forget where can everybody find you like on Instagram
0: where can they go yeah we're on Instagram we're on Facebook um, you're, you're on Vaughn Road yeah V-U-G-H-A-N <laughs> and it's Body Bar yeah Body Bar Laser Clinic just in that New Powerhouse development off or between Clement and Vaughn, just east of the new RC or the newer RCMP station that's on Richter. Mm-hmm. It's, across Real, yeah, it's across from Rustic yeah. Rio. Yeah, it's across from Rustic Rio. Oh, it's yeah. a
1: great location. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, parking around thank there. you. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that thank was fun. for having yeah, It was awesome. Wow. My mind is blown. We'll blowing. see you all
3: together. Yeah. Laser treatments. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Coming soon. Hopefully, you yeah. won't recognize <laughs> us. Yeah.
0: To be continued. We all look 10 all right well
2: we'll see you guys later thanks girls thanks so much for listening now we want to hear from you so tell us what's going on in your world what's what's working
1: what's not working how we can support you what are some good topics
2: and don't forget to follow us at
3: let's not sugarcoat it podcast on facebook and instagram until next time bye bye see you